Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Welcome to a special edition of Around the Hearn, sort of a compilation this week. Uh, putting some things together from Las Vegas. A lot of uh, talented folks on the uh, podcast this week, including a uh, terrific sports editor in Aaron Gross, the executive director of the OHSA in Jerry Snodgrass, and my good friend, the one and only John Rawlings, now in Indiana, formerly of WLAO in Lima. They uh, talk about a lot of great things and a lot of things that they are party to and all, all the things that they do to help promote high school sports, and that's all that this podcast is about. So I couldn't think of three better guys to have tell their stories this week while I'm sort of out of town. Don't have a lot going on with what is going on in Northwest Ohio this week, out in Vegas where it's not snowing. It is absolutely beautiful out here, 60 degrees every night. I've gotten to see some terrific things, spend some time with the family, sort of recharge before the run to March. And the uh, basketball season really kicks off coming up this week. Triple A Holiday Classic just a week away. A lot of boys teams getting started this week, including the Marion Local Boys. They kick off their season tonight against Versailles. Big matchup there. Tomorrow night they take on Shawnee, both of those games at home at the hangar. Audeville's 5-2. They're on the road Saturday in their only game of the weekend against St. John's, but kind of wondering what Audeville's going to be right now. Coming off a couple of big wins since their last loss. However, missing two of their big guns. I know about Ryan Seaver. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Coach Keith Utendorf on this show. But missing now Josh Turbin. See how long that ends up being with his shoulder. Sustained a couple of weeks ago in a game at home on a Friday night. Hopefully he is a good go here before long. Western Buckeye League has a big matchup tonight in St. Mary's. As the Otto Glendorf boys with their 32-game winning streak in the Western Buckeye League on the line against the Rough Riders. That game on K94 at 7.30. And I know Denny Cisco is ready to go and raring to go for that one because that is a matchup coming out of the girls' game yesterday in which the Rough Riders and John Burke were able to give OG a run for their money, 36-36 in the first three quarters, but were unable to finish it out. OG goes on a 21-6 run in the last eight minutes and are able to come away with a win. Titans now have won 31 in a row on the uh, girls' side of things. So the boys trying to get to 33, trying to kind of set pace in the Western Buckeye League against a good Rough Riders team and is going to be a very dangerous Rough Riders team under Dan Hegemeyer for the next couple of years. And a young team, a lot of length, can give OG fits. Titans can shoot the ball very well. It'll be interesting to see just how that goes. The Fort Lauderdale girls continue to win big. That was on K94 on Thursday night. A 75-28 win against New Bremen on a Thursday night to remain unbeaten. This is going to be a team for Coach Carlos Siegel that is going to be a danger for other teams in Division Four throughout the course of the year. Again, they didn't lose anything. Just uh, wait and see what they do. Lormy boys got to see them in person last week. Kind of a weird oddity thing. Uh, not a lot of times where you see a team only score from three. In the first half, they had 24 points. It was eight three-pointers. They end up in a game last weekend with a combined 23s. I don't know that I've ever seen that. It was one of the oddest things that I think that I've been a part of in quite some time. 
They get to travel to St. Henry on Friday night. They take on Berlin Highland at Wooster in the Holiday Hoops Classic on a Saturday night. And uh, a big weekend for them, trying to come back from their only loss of the season. See how they do. Uh, another good team to keep an eye on. Saturday afternoon at WZOQ Radio, about 1, 1.30 at Perrysburg. You can hear Ottawa Glendorf in action. Titans again coming off that, that win a couple of days ago on a Thursday night. What the NWC will look like after Grove just beat Paulding. Spencerville beat Lincoln View on Thursday night. I believe we're probably headed towards a Grove-Spencerville sort of top half finale for the league. Spencerville's already got one loss. Crestview just suffered a loss. Grove appears to be in the driver's seat. Fascinating to see exactly what they do as far as how the season goes on through uh, January and February. Next week, I get to go back into basketball. Have to give up the weather out here in Vegas. But hey, if I'm going to come home, a full slate of uh, games across Christmas. Springfield Catholic Central comes to Minster on Monday night. That's on WKKI. Thursday night after the uh, Jolly Old Elves come to town, it'll be Columbus Grove at OG. That's one of my favorite games of the entire year. Triple A Classic on Friday and Saturday nights on K94 at the Avisco on Saturday afternoon in girls' action. Saturday night back to Coldwater and the terrific job that Eric does there putting that on and all the folks there, the Triple uh, A Classic Holiday Finals. And wrap it up 2019 with the Avisco Finals next Monday night, the 30th. I absolutely cannot wait to be a part of those games, uh, K94, WKKI. And I know that a lot of other games are going on. will be on TV as well. And uh, just so much basketball. I love the run to March. And we get to this point in December. And you continue to go through into January. And man, oh man, it is just the absolute best time of the year coming up in the next couple of segments you'll hear from aaron gross he'll talk about the sports writing side of things as well as jerry snodgrass will talk about the administration side about the fall season that just concluded and also kudos to the ohsaa i just saw that the uh, swimming finals this year for the first time will have a, a disabled version and it is just a, a great thing to be able to see what they've done and how they've branched out. There are different levels of uh, the way that those are going to work. They won't count against a team event necessarily, but on the individual side, I, I love that they're able to add more and sort of branch out and get more folks invited. And uh, just uh, kudos to them again. In the last interview here, the one and only John Rawlings. I, I love John Rawlings. He will talk about how he named this podcast. You can hear all three of those gentlemen. When we come back here on Around the Hearn. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters, like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench, ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. When I started this podcast, it was with the intention that it would cover not only the athletes of Northwest and West Central Ohio, but that it would give you kind of a different perspective on administrators and people who cover the game. And that's what today is all about. And the sports editor at the Crescent News in Aaron Gross has said he'd come on and do this show. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. It is uh, kind of 
a weird season right now because you're at the wrap of the back of the fall season, finishing that up. You guys just went through all of your winter previews. You're getting into the swing of basketball. It's a busy time for you, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, especially, you know, we had PH go to the state. Patrick Henry went to the state semifinals. We had teams in the football, you know, regional finals. I think last year was just a little bit more hectic when you factor in we had Tenora at uh, at state volleyball. But that's I think that's out of the entire calendar year, those last weeks of uh, of November right as basketball gets started is, is, is our busiest time. But I think, I think we made it through uh, somewhat clean on the other side. Well, and it's kind of funny though, too, because, you know, we joke about that. Oh, we're busy all the time, but it's in the perfect way because I know at least for me and from what we've talked, you can't imagine doing anything else. Oh, no. I mean, I, I think about all the jobs, you know, and there's a lot of people that get a lot of fulfillment from a lot of different jobs, but I, I just couldn't see myself, you know, writing up a spreadsheet eight hours a day or, you know, sitting in a cubicle. I, I, I being able to, you know, text a coach and, and find out a scoop on, you know, a story I'm working ahead that's not going that nobody's going to see for a month and a half is, is exciting to me. And, and, and being able to be out there and interact with the coaches and the, and the players and, you know, the, the environments that you get to be a part of. I mean, you just, you can't find it anywhere else. I thought it was perfect last week. Marty Bannister was on this show and he said, my daughter took me to school for show and tell. And she, she told the class, this is my dad. He goes to games. <laughs> and I just thought that's like the perfect synopsis. If I ever have a kid, that's probably exactly what they'll say. This is this guy. He goes to games. And you know, I wish that that I, I think any sports writer maybe they might tell you like that's the most that's the best part you know the paperwork the the stuff in the office the behind the scenes all the the work it's necessary and and you know it's it's great to see the final product but there's just nothing like you know being in the press box seeing you know uh, somebody make a play that just I mean just takes your breath away or you know makes you stand up out of your seat. I mean, you can't, you can't find that anywhere else. So it's, it's, that's the, that's the part we like the most, I think, but it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a thing. I think people think that's all we do. Well, I've always thought it was crazy too, because, you know, for me, obviously I have to describe to you what's going on, but for you, you're trying to catch little details about a play that people might not necessarily see. And, you know, it's not always the best view, but, you don't exactly get to just sit and watch the game. You're, you're more trying to take everything in anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I guess maybe analysis is, I think people always think of analysis as like opinion giving, but I mean, that's kind of what it is. Is you're, you know, you're interpreting what your eyes are seeing and, and you, you know, not everybody's at that game and you have to do, when you're writing that story, you have to do your absolute best to, to try and, 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 put that put what you're seeing into words that when people read it then they see it you know so it's it's a I, I think I really just lucked out that I, I was pretty good at writing in in high school and I always enjoyed like English class and things like that so I I guess I had I haven't had to work quite as hard to do that it, it's something that's come a little more naturally to me but it is it's something that uh there is a little bit of a challenge to it. You want to make sure that, you know, you're not just saying, Oh, Hey, that play was awesome. You need to tell somebody why it's awesome. 
and what happened and how it impacted things. And, and I think that's something that's lost a little bit sometimes. And it's, it's kind of nice to be able to have that opportunity. People who don't know your journey takes you from balding through defiance, through defiance college. And you just kind of stayed there and kind of fell into a little bit of a perfect situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm, I, I, I went to Paulding High Not School. Not to say you didn't work hard, but it just, it kind of happened to work out for you. Yeah. I think, and I, and I think I, I'd like to think I worked hard. I think sometimes uh, the grind is all, is what people always just notice. And I think it's mostly, you know, you just put your, got to put yourself in a good situation. And I, and like I said, I think I fell into a, a pretty good situation. Yeah. I, I graduated from, from Paulding and then I went to Defiance College uh, not, I wasn't a journalism major or anything like that. I, I went for sports management thinking, Hey, you know, I love sports. I, I need to, I want to find a way to, to get a job, you know, doing something that I love and, and something I can have a real passion for. And, and so I believe, I think it was my sophomore year, uh, at DC, you know, we, they, we get emails saying, Hey, there's part-time openings at Lowe's or there's part-time openings at Menards and there happened to be a part-time opening that the, the Crescent News had reached out to the uh, to the college to you know try and get some part-time help for students, and I said, "Wow, that's going to look good on a resume. I'll work there for a couple of years and maybe and graduate." And then I think the second semester of my senior year, there uh, we had a, a full-time position open up. You know, Tim McDonough, who you know did work did great sports work for for a ton of years um, in our department. He he moved over to the to the news department when, when Jack Palmer, you know, sadly passed away a few years ago. And, and I thought, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm already experienced with this. I know, you know, the ins and outs a little bit. I want to throw my hat in and, and they, for some reason they picked me and, and I've just kind of been able to, to move my way up a little bit for, for better or worse. And, you know, being in charge of a department like this at, at the Crescent who, where uh, there's been so many, you know, great writers that have come through that department. So many great people that have run it. Um, you know, I just, I, I feel really lucky that to even say, Hey, I have that same title as some of those people because they've done such, such great work for such a long time. Did you know a little bit more that maybe, uh, the words in terms of vocalizing them wasn't what you want to do? You worked at the radio station in college and kind of gives you the outlook of, all right, maybe I want to go more into the print word and less of the spoken word. Honestly, I think, I mean, it was just because that, that part-time job kind of opened up and I said, what's the, what's the worst that can happen? I can learn a little bit. And, you know, the Crescent News is a, you know, a historic paper. We've, you know, we've been around for, you know, over a hundred a hundred years in, in the defiance community. And that's an opportunity for me. And then I always tell the story. It's, it's funny. I don't, if I had known, I would want to, I would enjoy journalism so much. I wouldn't have gone to Defiance because they didn't have, Defiance College doesn't have a, a journalism department, but I wouldn't have now, I would have never known how much I loved it if I hadn't gone to Defiance. It's it, just, it's, it's so crazy it's how that really works. Fortuitous. What's that? It's crazy how that works. Oh, it, it is. It is. It's, and I think that people think, especially in sports, because it is the kind of job that, you know, that people, I don't know, I want to say envy, but they do, think, oh man, that'd be fun to be able to do that, you know, as a job. And I think they, there's people say, Hey, how do I get into doing this? And I'm sure all the, you know, the people at ESPN and the people that are, you know, are on TV and doing all these huge things, people want to say, well, how do you get into it? And a lot of times it's just, it's not even the who, you know, cliche. It's just 
you happen to be in the right place at the right time and talk to the right person on a given day and you learn something new and it, and all those experiences kind of lead up to, to some of the positions that, that you can get in. And I know, you know, I know you've experienced that as well. Well, I've always thought it's funny that, you know, people will say that, Oh, I would, I would love to do your job for a day and blah, blah. blah. And then I turn and tell them exactly what that entails. And it's, Oh, well, (laughs) I didn't realize that there was all of that going on. Right. Yeah. It's, it's more than just showing up at a game and, and being there for the game and then leaving afterwards, you know, the job's definitely not just those, just that, that amount of time. You got to deal with someone's mom because you said the word good and not great. Awesome. <laughs> Sign me up. Karen is mad at me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know we've all, I think we've all met a, a share of our, our Karen. My goodness. Our share of every once in a while. You, uh, you're not that far down in terms of years. Uh, what for you so far has kind of been a highlight that you've been able to, to see or cover? Well, I mean, we, we're not as regular as we, as we were maybe in, in decades past, but I was able to be there for, uh, for some state basketball tournaments. We used to, you know, beat down there for all, uh, 16 games and, or I'm sorry, 12 games. Um, but I was there for defiance boys basketball winning the 2015 uh division two boys basketball state championship that was you know just not only i mean i i I had been then familiar with defiance's community and and the support that they have you know as kind of our our the biggest school for us you know the main the main beat and and so to be to see you know the sea of blue in in uh, the schottenstein center that when they played uh, cleveland central catholic in that classic game and even in the the semifinal game, they played uh, Dayton Dunbar, who's you know got as big a history as anybody, and they had AJ Harris who and was nice a, suits. commit. Oh, and I think I don't. They might have had the white, all white suits. I, I'm pretty the, sure that was the, the white suits player. and the blue I, shoes. I, I I think they did that. I know that they had done it in the past, and I think they did it against Defiance. And that game was just as exciting um, as as the championship game that everybody everybody remembers. So so that's always up there. I I think I always. We'll kind of remember that. Um, some other games. Oh, I I cover Wayne Trace playing uh, Kirtland in the 2013 state championship game. You know, it didn't come out great for Wayne Trace, but as a Paulding guy, you know, who had who's you know still pretty ingrained in those communities. You know, being so close, that was a really cool uh, opportunity. And I still say probably one of the best, most exciting games I ever saw was the 2000. 13 would have been division four regional finals in football and uh and brian played kenton and that was your that wasn't the maddie mock year that would have been grant sherman i think was that quarterback and i think he threw like 78 passes or 83 passes in that game and it was 46 to 43 you know both sides just you know duking it out brian has you know athletes all over the field and and our individual offensive player of the year for us in, in Austin Schimmler, you know, to, so to see that that game still sticks out in my mind. And that was, I think I was still part-time when, when that game was played. So to, to think all the opportunities I've had since then, you know, that one really jumps out to me too. So that's something we have in common. Watching a Kenton quarterback throw 80 times in a game. Cause that happened to me this year. I, I think, I think on every day that that game was at Finley because they <laughs> an inside an inside info, you know, for some listeners is that uh, in a great many press boxes, 
you know, you're, if you're a writer, you're keeping your own stats. Or if you're, you know, one of the radio, one of the guys doing the radio game on the radio, you're, you know, you're tracking stats of that game. Thank God I got and a guy I, for that. I was happy early on to, when I realized, I'm like, there's no way I can try and do all the math on this all at the same time <laughs> on paper. Because I realized that Finley has, as part of the amazing job that they do at, at Donnell Stadium, and the they food. have, so the food, the food is, is unrivaled. It, I mean, we've, I, we're, I'm spoiled. This job, you know, lends you to be spoiled a little bit. The food there is just unreal. But they have, uh, you know, the computer, the computer stats. You know, people are, are tracking the stats in that game, and I will still always be, you know, grateful to that because I, I'm pretty sure Grant Sherman threw 78 passes, and uh, Justin Sawmiller, I think, caught. I want to say caught like 21 passes for 100 and. 90 yards or something like that. It was just, you know, so when you see the final set, it just, I can't imagine having added, trying to add that up the whole time. So that, that was always a sneaky, uh, uh, a sneaky blessing. I think that, that maybe people don't always think about, but I will always be eternally grateful. I uh, actually have a terrific color guy in Denny Cisco who this year had to do all that math and figured out 700 and some yards uh, 81 throws. I was glad for him that I didn't have to do that all my way back from Kenton. Okay. And the, it's not like that offense moves slow either. I mean, no. They're going to throw a pass. No. And, you know, especially if they're, they, throw, they throw a deep ball and you're trying to add up, okay, how many does, how many yards does that add up to? And then they, then you talk about a, a play there right five seconds later, they're sprinting down the field and ready to snap it again. So, so Kenton, yeah, Kenton, they, they've got a system and, and they've got it down and I, I would imagine sports writers that cover. I mean, it's fun. To, they can be fun to cover, but I think if if math's not always your strong suit, that's maybe not your favorite team. Right. You should probably do something else. Um, <laughs> big things for you coming up with the paper. Um, well, we put out our our basketball preview uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, would have been right before that Friday before of the uh, the boys' season starting. Um, so we we've, we've kind of gotten through that. I don't. I would say the next you know, a few big things are kind of as the season heats up, we, you know, we'll put together a, a kind of a year in review uh, edition for our, for the new year's paper. Um, so like to kind of get that, which is always kind of interesting. You know, we get to go back through the, the, the year that we've, that we've had and, and kind of reminisce a little bit and, you know, throw some, some things together and, and to kind of take people along the journey that that was 2019. So those are the kind of the big things. Uh, immediately coming up, and then when the when we turn to twenty twenty, then then uh, February and March when the when the tournament really starts heating up, I think that's kind of when we when we get to shine. We talk about basketball and wrestling and 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 all that, all that goes along with that. You also get a chance to see how right or wrong you were. That I'm lucky that <laughs> I'm not. We do through our blitz edition that we put out uh, during the football season, uh, as opposed to just running the uh, previews of, of some of the games in our regular uh, sports section. During, during football season, we have what's called the blitz, and that is just our football centric uh, little insert that we run. You know, it's about 12, 14 pages, and it's got to kind of get all the stuff in there. But we have uh, that we've had for decades is crystal ball, which is our predictions for high school and college and, and pro games of, you know, of interest for, for our area. And I think I, I, and believe me, I, I love, I, I very much enjoy it when somebody compliments me on a story I wrote, but I would say the 
75% of any interaction I have with a reader is, hey, do you picked against us in the, in the crystal ball last week? Or, or wow, you're, you're, you're falling behind in those picks. So, so that's, luckily I'm not, I'm held, we're, per basketball season, we're not held to quite that standard. Well, I can tell you that I am thankful, and you make my life much, much easier by uh, the stuff that you guys put out, and I thank you for that. I appreciate it. I mean, it's, it, I think it, it really is a labor of love, I think, for the people that really, really enjoy the, this business. Yeah, there, there's labor to it, but, you know, you really, uh, you, you don't realize how much, you know, that kind of stuff helps until you're looking up, you know, information on another, on another school or something like that, and, and you see all the work that other, you know, outlets are, are putting in, and, and I think it kind of makes it all worthwhile. People want to keep up with the paper, buy the paper, and keep up with you. How do they do that? Uh, if you want to follow me uh, specifically, I mean that's that's up to you. you. Um, Twitter, uh, Twitter, you can follow me at at Crescent Sports, all one word. That you know, I try to retweet updates. I'll tweet things from from games that I'm at, and try and tweet out links to stories. Um, if you're interested in in following the work that we do, uh, you can also follow our assistant sports editor. Uh, Randy Roberts, uh, he does great work for us. You know, he's kind of he's been following DC and and all our uh, area sports. And he's uh, at CN Randy R um, for our Twitter followers. And then if you want to, I, I definitely would recommend getting an online subscription. If you know if you're a listener that's not anywhere near Defiance um, and you still want to follow the the action that that uh, that we put out, just go to www.crescent-news. Dot com and uh, go to the subscription tab and, and you can get set up for an online subscription. That means you get our e-edition. Um, so you get all the content that you would get in the, in the paper edition, but you can open it on your tablet. You can open it on your phone, on your computer. Um, you can see if you want to follow the blitz for us during the week and, and our basketball preview and our, our sports editions and things like that, you can find all that on, on our website. So I, and I definitely recommend it um, a little bit selfishly as a, as a plug for, <laughs> for where my paycheck's coming from, but you know, it's, it's really useful. You can go back and, and find all kinds of, of things that, that, that we've put out and uh, that we're going to continue to put out. I thank you so much for doing this. Oh no. I, I, when you, when you said you were, you know, looking for, for guests for a podcast, I said, well, you know, I might, me and you have conversations almost, you know, almost every day. Just this time it's just a microphone and, and cleaner. Yeah, yeah. This is this, everybody else gets to hear the, the goofy <laughs> stuff that we talk about. So it's better they don't hear the other conversations. That, that, that's probably true. Uh, again, though, thank you for all you do. Oh no, no problem, Mike. Thanks for having me on. That's Aaron Gross from the Crescent News. Back with more after this here in just a few. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters, like all of our salespeople. Yeah. And then you got your talent on the bench ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. Talking now with the uh, Executive Director of the OHSA, in Jerry Snodgrass, a very busy gentleman. How are you? I'm doing great, and you know, it's just... Uh... Uh, we're doing this on Friday, and it's a typical Friday, but, um, you know, game day for around the state and so many people, but, you know, we have things going on here, too. Well, that's what I was going to ask you was you come off of a fall that I would hope that you would say was a successful fall for the OHSA, and 
it doesn't stop. You go right into that mix into the winter. You know what? We, we've been planning for, again, you know, obviously we deal with regular season stuff, you know, with uh, compliance and so many different things. But, you know, the bulk of the work right now centers on our tournaments. And uh, we've been in the planning stages all along uh, for our winter wrestling, basketball, gymnastics, swimming, all the other tournaments that we have. Uh, but uh, we're, we're full force going forward right now with that. In fact, our ticket applications go out to our schools this week to uh, coaches, administrators, the priority mailings of our, our schools. So, you know, we're, we're, we're going forward as fast as we can. You know, it's crazy because I read a lot about the state championships last couple of weeks, and we talked at the Anna game at the half, but about people saying, oh, well, the attendance is down here, and, you know, the OHSA is just taking all the Spectrum's money. They don't care what the attendance is. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the case on your guys' part. No, and, you know, it's so interesting about that, you know, and, you know, some of the business aspects of it, you know, we can't buy breach of contract, uh, talk about some things i mean that's normal business but otherwise you you gotta get lawyers involved and that's a whole thing correct i mean but but the other side of that is that you know as i said this before that you know why are they not on cbs sports well people would shrug their shoulders well of course they're not on cbs sports of course they're not on espn one or espn 100 for that matter but uh, you know we we can't force any network to take our games um you know, why aren't the Wiffle, why isn't the Wiffle Ball tournament broadcast from uh, Wren, Ohio, uh, you know, live on uh, in the summer? Because the networks don't want it. So we face that, too. So when we do have a carrier, in this case we have Spectrum, thank goodness we do, and we do make that available. Do we get money from that? Absolutely we do. Do we get enough? I mean, I'll always say no. <laughs> but, but that's, I mean, just the – does Ohio State get money from the Big Ten Network? You better believe they do. Do they get it from ESPN and everything else? You better believe they do. I mean, that's just business, and we are a business. But one of the things I'm quick to say is that by having those games on TV and the money we do generate from that allows us to the teams that played in Canton in football. If they drove by believe I can't remember the mileage limitation, but we pay for their hotel rooms. We pay for those. We pay for transportation to the games for the school. We give them money back for their pre-sale tickets. That that's almost you almost look at me and say that's a dumb thing to do from a business standpoint. But we're able to do that, even though we're taxed a lot to do it. We're able to do that because of monies that we generate from a lot of partnerships, including television. That's why I love the the speech you said at the half the other day was, you know, I stood in front of the Pro Football Hall of Fame guys and, and told them th- what we do, and they basically looked at me like, you're the worst CEO ever. And that's exactly right, you know. And, uh, you know, from a business standpoint, that's something that is a challenge for me to balance those things about, you know, our mission statement of who we serve. And people a lot of times throw that back at me. You know, they'll say, well, you and your mission statement, you've been professing that it's all about serving our schools, but yet you won't give us this. Well, <laughs> there is a fine balance on that. We can't give everything and still run a business and still, you know, you have to look at, you know, you could look at many, many, many sports of ours and see what the revenues are and the expenses when it's all over. I mean, you have to remember that every single police officer, every single gate person, every single, you know, individual is costing money. So. 
but that's also done to provide the good opportunity that we're providing. It's kind of the age-old thing. You could walk out into the concourse during the state championships, hand out $100 bills, and everybody would say, why isn't it 150 Yeah, correct, correct. Uh, but, but, you know, and, and by the same token, in fact, today I was uh, talking to some people from the Hall of Fame and also from Visit Canton, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, and, and at the same time thanking them because we don't get caught up in that. And by and large, those people that were there, and, you know, I'm sorry they have to drive two hours, three hours, but, you know, those people that were there, by and large, to us, uh, were very, very gracious um, people about the host that uh, Canton was and the experience that everybody got there. Well, I'm just thankful for whichever one of you, uh, of your staff, came up with the idea of the media not having to walk across the highway. I'm very thankful hey, for that. Minute. Wait a minute! I'm on the phone with you. So who do you think? Who's going to take for <laughs> of course, it was. Well, God that's bless you then. <laughs> Not no, having to do that was great. Yeah, you know what? That's one of the great things, though, that we do have some uh, every little finite, finite detail. We have good people that think out of the box. We have good people that have relationships with the management there and do make things happen and try to listen to everything. We've listened to a lot of things already to try to improve on. When you got to sit down for five minutes and actually watch and try to enjoy the game, were you able to do that? Yeah, actually, believe it or not, uh, you probably saw a picture of me sitting off by myself. Might have been where that came from. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I was. I mean, in in fairness, and I've often said this, especially in my previous life of being an event person, that uh, I would often say that, you know, when the ball gets kicked off, you can kind of just sit there and smile a little bit because it all came together. And that, that is, that's an athletic director's, uh, <laughs> that's what they love. They get very little praise for it uh, and, and, and don't expect it either. But boy, that's a job well done is when that ball gets kicked off, the bands are in their place, the officials are there. Um, and, and I still live that. I, so I, I really see that side of it. And I'm telling you, at game time, almost every time, I sat back for a few minutes and just smiled at it because it all came together. Kind of from a selfish perspective, uh, Northwest Ohio, Anna does very well. They win a state title, and Marion Local ties a state record. A couple of years ago, you look, obviously, and you've given a lot of speeches to Marion Local about places that I actually believe that you've been in the Maria Stein area, but how kind of special was that one to look at and to look at that group and look at what Tim had done this year and go, yeah, they definitely earned that one. Yeah, they do. I would tell you, you know, and, and I'm not just saying this because we're on, you know, in that area, but the, the respect that I have for Tim Goodwin, and I say this also from the standpoint that how blessed that I have been to be able to get to know individuals like him. And for that matter, so many people from the Marion Local, from the Anna area, the hardworking people, they roll up their sleeves, they never make excuses. They just do the job. And I think that's why those kids are so productive in society. Uh, what did I hear when I was there? If I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard that all, I may be wrong when I say this, but all but 10 of the people on, on uh, Marion Local's roster, their parents graduated from Marion Local. I, I wouldn't doubt that. I no, and, and I wouldn't either. And I think, you know, and the others are probably New Bremen, St. Henry for recovery. Same way. Yep. And, and I say that from the standpoint of 
that is what this stuff is all about. I know that Marion Locals has some great players, but at the same time, I'm just telling you that that is what this is all about is making productive individuals in society, better men, better people. And that, that, that's how it's done. And I owe a lot to the Tim Goodwins of the world for that. And, and it's crazy to just hear him speak. And he's actually on the earlier part of this podcast uh, and talks about him going up with his dad and obviously his dad being a coach and how, he was able to see those St. Ignatius teams and how it maybe means a little bit more to him to be in that group. Yeah. And, um, it's funny. I know his dad and I went to, uh, my, my graduate school, uh, graduate classes with, uh, his mother. So, um, I've gotten to know that family through the years, years ago, but, uh, just, yeah, just to be part of that lineage, you know, that continues it on and be part of that group, um, again, I just cannot tell you the respect I have for them. And, uh, I hope in just some small way, every, that's why I'm so thrilled whenever I give an award. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm like a kid in a candy store that like, I'm just so proud to be able to know those guys and rub shoulders with them because of what they're doing for society. And I, you know, I probably realize that more today than I've ever realized of giving back and, Again, I, I could go on for an hour talking about that, but you hit it on the head. I had someone ask me, and I told them what I thought, and I'll ask you on the record. Your speeches are memorized, scripted out, or some version of in-between? How about none of the above almost, you know, because I've always, I've always felt, somebody told me a long, long time ago, totally unrelated, speak from the heart and be who you are. So, you know, I, I take it in. I take in. I, I do try to all during the week. You know, I'll follow what's going on in the community. Uh, I know when Lucas and uh, Mansfield Sr. played in two different divisions, you know, what that meant. They had a community pep rally downtown, what that meant to Richland County and everything else. You know, I took all that in. And somehow I, I, I feel like I'm part of it. And I'm not but I do feel like I'm part of it. So I really don't script it out. I try to do my homework from the standpoint. I engage in it. And uh, then I speak from the heart. And that's, I, I tell people a lot of times in this position, or even in my previous role here, presenting awards, I was never good enough as a player, apparently to, to make, you know, to get to a state tournament and play in one or win a championship. I maybe was never good enough as a coach to get to one or didn't have good enough teams. And uh, as a result of that, um, you know, I, I wish I was in their shoes. So I'm forever gracious and grateful for that. I don't know that it's it's that you weren't good enough. It's just sometimes, and my father-in-law tells me this all the time, sometimes you just need to be the luckiest person in the entire place for about an hour. Yeah, that not that the truth? I, I would agree with that. So true, so true. If, uh, if people want to come and give you, uh, they want to applaud you online, how can they find you on Twitter? Hey, they can find me at uh, Jerry underscore Snodgrass, and uh, or uh, if they want to applaud me or even complain, um, I, I welcome. I, I tell you, I I wish we had an open house here. You know, I, that's something I'm probably going to consider someday. Um, only because I really like, I'd love to share with them what we do here, and I think they would embrace it and be part of that because we do work for our schools. We do work for roughly 350,000 kids. So they can find me on Twitter very easily 
and they can also complain about me. It's okay. It's part, we listen. That's one of the biggest things I wanted to tell our story and that's a good medium to do it. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because about the open house, because Nate and I were actually talking about after the state championships, we said, I wonder if we could just uh, take a microphone and maybe uh, like a GoPro or something and just follow Jerry around for a whole day and just see what I happens. I wish you would do that. I wish you would do that. I wish you would. I would really, really love it if somebody like, you know, you guys would come down and let's say do a story. Um, I mean, we have so many committed people here that, you know, sometimes people don't know and uh, are so thrilled by the accomplishments. I guess there was a great euphoria here on Monday. I'm not kidding you about what a weekend. Uh, I was just commenting, they call it Ohio football's greatest, Ohio high school football's greatest weekend. That's the, kind of the slogan they use in Stark County. And uh, I mean, there's so many smiles here. Uh, and, and you know what? People were here at work on Monday morning too. And just smiling at, at the accomplishment and knowing that all behind the scenes, it happened. We know people get upset. People get upset about a call. But I always tell them, when that call is wrong, I get blamed for it. They don't. <laughs> and, you know, and that's just the way it is. And I, I get that. But at the same time, I, I would, I'd love it if somebody did a great story on what goes on behind the scenes. Well, that might actually happen now. Like I said, we Good. said it kind of as a, just a fishing expedition. And I'll have my people call your people. Well, you know, I will tell you this too, and I think I may have mentioned this to you. I, one of my goals that I did not get accomplished a year ago was I'm going to conduct town hall meetings, for lack of a better term, around the state of Ohio starting in January. I have not scheduled any of them yet, uh, trying to find some open dice and things like that, where they're open to the public. Uh, we do a lot with our schools and meetings and things like that, but I want to be in a town hall format where we pass the microphone around and we ask questions. And I, I will always be willing to do that simply because it tells our story. We have nothing to hide. And people may disagree sometimes, and I'm okay with that. Probably in my younger years, I wasn't. But I'm very open to that. And at the same time, we listen. And I think, you know, if we all understand why we're doing this, we're not doing it for my benefit. You know, we're not doing it for, I'm not trying to be governor or anything of the sort. You know, I'm trying to give back. And if we understand that town hall meetings can be very good in terms of telling our story, but also allowing us to listen a little bit. So I may be, may be asking you for some help on that. Maybe when I start scheduling, cause I know I'll be having a couple in that area. For uh, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I would love to help however I can. Part of it. Yep. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate what you guys do. And, you know, as I told so many people, and I told you that I told you this on air the other day, that when I embarked on this, that I really felt, you know, it's more than winning. Number one, all this is about more than winning, and you guys have done a good job of, of showing that, or you know, being the sounding board for that. But at the same time, it takes all of us to make this work for the kids, and you're part of that, and I am part of it. Our staff is, but the the writers. And without it, it just isn't as big of a deal as it is. I have to throw in one more thing, if you don't mind. Go ahead. That at, right after the state tournament, when I said about working on Monday, I had to jump a plane and head to Chicago on Sunday right after the, right after the tournament. And we have a meeting annually with the executive directors slash commissioners of the Big Ten states and a few others because we have so many similarities. Their tournaments were all a week before, so they were a little more arrested than I was. <laughs> but 
I'm here to tell you that we, what we do in the state of Ohio, and when I tell them some of the things we do, you know, I was telling them that the blimp was there at the, our covering our games at the state tournament. They just couldn't believe that. They could not believe that. And all of that is such a good thing. So we have it pretty good, but we're always trying to make it better. Awesome. Well, I uh, again, I appreciate everything, and uh, good luck with the winter. Thank you very much, and you know we'll touch base, and I will be uh, uh, with you soon relative to the uh, um, town hall meeting. That's Jerry Snodgrass, the executive director of the OHSA. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. Back here on Around the Hearn, and there are a lot of people that I wanted to get on this show, and a lot of people who told me they were going to be on this show. This guest fits kind of both. As not only did he tell me that, but he also told me what I would be naming this podcast, the one and only John Rawlings. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm not too bad. Thanks for having me. And I'm, I'm pretty pumped that you actually ended up naming the podcast what I asked you to do it. I thought it was a uh, pretty good name. I don't think it's that you asked me to do it. I think it's that you told me I was going to do it. Yeah, that's. I mean, you had another poll, and I was like, I, I don't understand why we have another poll. We've already decided the name. By we, well, you mean you. That is correct. <laughs> well, a hundred and some odd people in a less than like 15 hours agreed with you. And I said, sure. if they all said yes, I would, if it got a hundred and some likes, I would do it. So I guess really congratulations to you. Hey, some smart people from Lima. I'm just going to, we're going to pass on that. They were from everywhere. <laughs> From everywhere, yeah, that's what I meant. Plum yeah. County, all of it. I can't, I can't forget them all. I mean, moving down here, it's, I haven't forgot where I started, but I have forgotten some of the, you know. We know how it goes. Things. You become a big superstar. You forget about us, little people. Well, that's not the case at all. I'll have to return to Lima eventually and visit everyone. Why did you leave something behind? I don't. I miss it. I mean, I've never. I'm not much of an emotional guy. Um, Except but for the I last night on the air. Show. Yep, last night on there, I, I actually cried. That was tough. I couldn't even speak. It's still so on my was, DVR, uh, by the way. <laughs> those uh, three and a half years I spent there were awesome, so I appreciate everything that had came from it. Well, and pe- for people who don't actually know your whole story, it's not like Lima wasn't in the middle of everything anyways with school in Indiana, Michigan, and you know, kind of uh, in that middle. It seems like it was kind of a perfect stop because you were still always that close to home. Yeah, it was it was actually interesting. When I was applying for jobs, uh, I saw the Lima, Ohio opening. And, I mean, there was a couple other places I wanted to go, and I thought about it. I said, I know if I apply for this job, I go watch. It's going to be the, the first place to call back. And the reason I saw that was just because me being a Michigan fan, I was like, this is it's just going to be destined. Like, I'm going to have to go start in Ohio State country. And sure enough, Seth Fitzgerald called me back, and I was like, I knew it was going to happen. And then, unfortunately, I had to – cover Ohio State stomping Michigan every year but you know that's that's a different story the good news is you got to cover Michigan <laughs> yep got to watch the, uh, got the glass to watch half full yeah it was great uh watching them lose the uh, triple overtime game was fantastic 
So really, uh, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the game this year too. Similar result as always. Yeah, your Twitter was not all that happy on that day. Yeah, never is. Never is. I'm used to it though now. But you got to go back to the basketball arena. You got to do stand-ups. You got to follow a kid from Lima and follow his journey. I mean, from a Michigan perspective, that's a cool thing. Oh, it was awesome. The very first, uh, one of the first stories I did, well, my very first story was in Fort Recovery, their baseball team, making it to state for the first time, I think, I think it was since like 54 or something yeah, like say, that. I the 50s. Yeah, and then, uh, and then yeah, ex-committing, that was, that was really exciting. And then, turns out, there's a kid down here who's a five-star point guard. His name's Christian Lander. And everyone thinks he's leaning towards Michigan. So maybe I might just be, you know, wherever I go, a kid decides to go to Michigan. That that could be a thing. <laughs> Take that, big markets. If you've got a kid you'd like to see in Ann Arbor, hire John. Exactly. That's, that should be just your, your online slogan now. What would that be like? The, the purveyor of point guards to Ann Arbor. Yep. Or maybe you could just get too. Michigan to hire you. Uh, I... I, one time I did apply to be Jim Harbaugh's assistant, like his uh, sideline guy. The get-back guy? Uh, yep, I, I did apply for that. Didn't hear back, unfortunately, but that would have been an interesting job. Well, you're not exactly the the biggest gentleman in the world, and the guy that they usually have for that is some like ex-pro wrestler or bodybuilder. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little too uh, coming at like a buck 65. I don't know. You got to hit the gym. Like, yeah. A couple times, a couple seven five. times a day. I'll get on it. Eat more, eat more protein too. You gotta uh, stop letting your job get in the way. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I will say this: uh, it's gotten a little bit easier, I would say, because they don't have Jason Geyser, you know, working me. I have heard that. I've heard that from <laughs> a number of sources. No, I miss Jason. I, I still stay in contact with him a lot. It's um, he. Believe it or not, he truly did give get me ready for this job. Um, don't no, it, don't don't come on here and say nice things about him. <laughs> it, it's true though. Uh, he seems right, and I I don't think people understand how blessed they are to have that kind of coverage in you know across Lima land. It's it's insane. Um, when I look back, and that's what I'm trying to do with our station because our station um, didn't. It was more like pro market. Uh, focused and I'm coming in and trying to change that and hoping that it takes off and so far it's it's been welcomed with open arms and you've already picked up an award so I mean that's you know people are recognizing it is what I was going at not obviously that you're doing it for awards yeah no um that story was fantastic um it long story short it was a kid from Mount Vernon um he has cerebral palsy and he is automatic from half court like it I was at a uh, basketball game, and it's halftime, and this kid, I watched him like seven in a row, and I was like, what is going on? So I started recording it, it's just bang, 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 and then I went up to him, I was like, hey, I was like, would you be interested if, you know, I did a story on you, and it like just so happened it was terrible palsy awareness month, and everything tied together, and he's in the Special Olympics, and yeah, it was just basically, him and I just stood at half court, and we, I asked him questions, I would shoot, obviously missed. And then he would step up and knock him down. It was it was pretty cool. Except for, didn't you tell me that there was one that I claimed that there was no way that you made on the first shot that you did? 
No, so it was actually, I think I airballed my first one. And the cool thing was I didn't even have to edit any of it because it was just all continuous. So it made it really easy because, he, like I said, he just doesn't miss. So I was getting ready to close in and I said, all right, thanks you know, for your time. Thanks for running me out of your gym, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'll give it one last shot. And I did it and I made it. And I was like shocked. I was like, there's no way I just made that. And then he decides to show me up and he goes to the other uh, free throw line turns around and is backward and throws it over his head and sinks it first try. And the things in your head are things that you can't say because then it's just more editing later on. It's exact, I couldn't believe it. And like, if, uh, if you, obviously if anyone listening wants to see it, it's the first story pinned on my Twitter. So it, it was pretty Which incredible. Which is? At John Rawlings TV. You got to give the people what they want. Exactly. That's a hey, Jalen Rose said it first. I'm kind of following, following his, uh, his slogan there. That's got to make you happy. Speaking of the, what Jalen with, how, Rose? with how things are going there. Yeah. It's a, uh, it, I was a little upset with the Illinois game. Um, <laughs> cause you guys finally <laughs> lost Michigan looked a little flappy there, but the Louisville game, I was at that game. Um, Louisville looks really good, obviously. Uh, but yeah, they, I don't know. They struggled to shoot against Illinois, but I mean, that's Big Ten basketball for you. Well, I am forever rooting for X or Z, however you want to look at it. He's X, he's X to me. And uh, I was not on one night, and of course, didn't go real well for me. Back-to-back years. I, I mean, I can stop recording at any time. I don't, I don't need this. But and to answer the X. It's just crazy. Oh, no, it is crazy. I was going to say quickly to answer your uh, XZ comment. He, um, when I went and interviewed him, he said it's X. He said it, it will be X. It'll always be X <laughs> so. from anyone from the Lima area. I don't care what yep. the OHSA says or what the NCAA says. Yeah, the, uh, actually, in the um, Michigan basketball Twitter this year, I started calling him X. So I found that pretty interesting. I, he's, he's always going to be X to us. As he should be. His dad calls be. him X, so I'm thinking that I'm going with X. Hey, I agree. I'm. That's what I'm going to go with, and then he'll be in the NBA shortly, and we'll we'll see what happens there, right? And we'll all be Team X. <laughs> Wherever he goes. Hopefully he can wind up with my Pistons. That'd be nice. I'd like for him to end up in Cleveland. Well, yeah, I mean. Just because that way, if nothing else, he's close to home. Yeah. Well, line, I guess Detroit line. would work, too. If Beeline likes him enough, Beeline can take him. So. I, I don't want him to be in Detroit because, you know, it's Detroit. I, I totally understand. I got to go there to fly this weekend, so it's Detroit. <laughs> but uh, really, it sounds like, and we talk a lot more than this, but that things are going well for you down there. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy it. It's, it's fun. Um, it's exciting. I, I will say I miss... Uh, I'm, I try to keep up with, you know, the state champions and who's still coming out of um, Ohio and everything. I saw volleyball that New, Bre- New Bremen did it again, right? Yes. Yeah, New Bremen did it. Second time Coach in three Cameron's years. Awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. But it's it's fun keeping up and seeing. And I saw Marion Local went to state again. And won. Yep. And then I saw Anna. I saw Anna was kind of coming out of nowhere and just shocking everyone so that that was awesome too it helps that riley hills camp ran for 45 touchdowns throughout the course of the year 
Yeah, I think it was in honest, I think it was two years ago when I was talking to uh talking to their coach. He told me that it'd be something special here soon. Maybe not that year, but he said it would be something and lo and behold that's what happened. So that that was awesome. Well, Nick Marino is probably one of the happiest people. I had him on here a couple of weeks ago and he said, you know, if we play our game, I think we've got a pretty good chance. And they went out and definitely imposed their will. Forty two points and uh, 10 straight wins in the year, running clocks in nearly every single one of them. And it's cool, though, and you've seen enough of it, to see small towns in that first time that they get that run. You can not uh, you can go, and it, I don't mean this as a disrespect to Marion Local, but you know it's an old hat thing for them. It's almost expected that they're going to be that good in a way. But Anna, you know, that's the first one. You can't ever replicate the first one. No, and I think I was I was on Twitter and I saw that Anna was up like thirty five or something on Coldwater, and I was like, "What is going on?" I was kind of at the half. Yeah, I, I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." And I actually texted Jason and I asked him, I was "Like, was that a typo?" And he's like, "No." And I was like, "Good for them." Like that that was that was something. Yeah, I I think it ended up being forty two nothing at the half, if I remember right. Jeez. But you know what? Sometimes you have the perfect blend, and sometimes it's your year. Yeah, exactly. And it's cra- it's just crazy. But uh, I I would imagine that you still get a lot of uh, a lot of back and forth with a lot of people up this way. Oh yeah, and uh, it's I if I wasn't so busy, I mean, once basketball season clears up, I'll get I'll get some time. But I want to come back up, see some people. But it's so hard because I can't run up to Coldwater and see Coach Ott and everyone. And then, you know, or I, I should go see uh, Tim Goodwin. He uh, <laughs> he always gave me jabs every time I interviewed him. He was he was always fun to work with. But if I could, it'd be great if I could have every coach meet in one spot or, like, every <laughs> every person, like, hey, They've guys, got I'll nothing going spot. on. Right? No, it's, I miss it a ton. And it was, it was tough leaving there. Um, but, I mean, down here, it's a similar thing. That it's it's just uh it's just bigger. That's that's the only difference. There's seven high schools that are all within like five minutes in the city, and so that's that's intriguing in itself. But talent wise, I I do I will say this: I do think Ohio does football uh, a lot better than what it was down here. Just you talk crowds, just enthusiasm. I mean, there are so many games where I mean, there's not like the Marion local cold water game. I mean, it's just fantastic every year that there isn't that down here. There's some big schools, but they don't necessarily fill out the stands, which kind of shocks me, especially when it's warm. It's warm down here. Well, I would like to hope that at some point when you are able to have a free day and make it back, maybe in the spring that uh, you are able to sit next to me and call a game. See, and I've only done I only did that in college, so it will be uh, it'll be interesting. But I promise you, I'll give it I'll give it the old college try. Well, you're doing color, so you're just talking, anyways. Right? Can't be too difficult. <laughs> I mean, then maybe we can get all those coaches to come into one area and just sit behind the dugout and just uh, you know talk nonsense to you. Oh, that that'd be great. It it would. Uh, I mean, just all of them. It's uh, yeah. I just miss everyone. It's. I know I keep saying it, it's just tough, but at least everyone's still, you know, they're still doing well. Again, people want to follow you online, keep up with what you're doing. How do they do that? Yep, at John Rawlings, 
TV on Twitter. I'm not a big Facebook guy, going to be completely honest. But I post things on there here and there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, at John Rawlings TV on Twitter. It's the same on Facebook. I'm not a big Facebook guy, though. But tweet at me. I'll always respond back, I promise, uh, as long as you're not razzing me about Ohio State beat Michigan because that's just old news now. <laughs> come up with new material if you're going to come at me. Seriously, I've heard that one. How many years straight is it? Is it 14 the last 15? I don't Something know. Like I, don't, I don't care about this rivalry. Yeah. Well, ugh, it's, it's just disappointing. <laughs> oh, that's the one and only John Rawlings here on, what's the name? Around the Hearn. The greatest name there was. I, I am pumped that you chose it. I can't follow that. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. A big thanks to Aaron Gross, Jerry Snodgrass, and John Rawlings for being a part of this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Back next week with some more in a special thing. I've wanted to have Nate Stidham on this for a while and have kind of a Nate's Corner thing. And he'll talk about how he got to do a college game last week that ran on Z Sports 3, which is normally a lot of Spencerville content, but the ability to be able to do different things is sort of what we've prided ourselves on coverage-wise throughout the last handful of years on Z Sports Live, ZOQ, and Z3 is that he got to do a college game for the first time, and the Finley women took on Urbana. He'll take some moments and tell you all about that. That's next week on this show. But, again, be sure to find us on Twitter, at Michael Hearn PVP. You can find us on Facebook as well, MichaelHearn.com. A lot of uh, area things going on. And if you'd like to be on the show, just hit me up. I'd love to have you. Thank you so much for listening to Around the Hearn. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.